It's Monday of another beautiful week given to us by God. Thank you, Lord, and thanks to you for being with us in prayer. I'm Father Ron Hoy. This is the God Minute. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Lord, open my lips. And my mouth shall declare your grace. Psalm 13 Depression into Delight I'm hurting, O God. Will you forget me forever? How much longer, how much longer must I cling to this constant grief? I've endured the trembling of my soul so long. Take a good look at me, God. Breathe your life into my spirit. Bring light to my eyes in this pitch-black darkness. Lord, I have always trusted in your kindness, so answer me. I will yet celebrate with passion and joy when your salvation lifts me up. I will sing your song of joy to you, the Most High. In all this, you have strengthened my soul. Those who are godless have no Savior, but I know that I have one in you. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 4. The Lord will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. This reading was carefully selected by the team for the month of November because it is the month that we remember our loved ones who have gone before us. It's a beautifully reassuring passage for those of us who have lost someone. If you look at the context of this reading, you'll notice it is not just for the dead, but it is also a promise to those still living. I'm currently reading a book that Father Michael recommended to me called The Return of the Prodigal Son by Henry Nouwen. It's about, you guessed it, The Return of the Prodigal Son. (laughs) He goes through and focuses a section on each of the characters in this parable. I'm always quick to relate to the son that laughed and blew his inheritance because I've been there, done that. But this book has gotten me thinking about how I relate to the older son, and perhaps even more so. I draw a connection between myself and the older son when I think of the times that I've had a hardened heart, the times I've judged or thought that I was better than someone because I would never miss mass on Sunday or, you know, whatever the situation. This pride, this sin of the Pharisees, this sin of mine is no better than the sins of promiscuity, debauchery, and utter rebellion of the younger son, the sins of my past. If I really think about it, it's almost easier to accept the forgiveness of the Father for my terrible previous way of life 
those sins I recognized, those sins I could reject and repent for. Sometimes it's harder to root out those teeny little weeds of pride that have made themselves commonplace in my heart. I relate to the older son when I find myself standing outside of the party saying, all I've done is be obedient recently and he gets the prime rib. The author invites us to reflect that maybe this frustration and pride come from our inability to see that even in our obedience, our God is still loving us and still pursuing us just as much as he would the lost sheep. Our journey is unique to us. Each one of us will face opportunities to accept God's mercy in different ways at different times in our lives. Sometimes we run home and fall to the ground and beg for it. And sometimes God comes outside and invites us into the party and gently reminds us that all he has is and always has been ours too. Accepting his mercy either way is completely transformative. The author goes on to say, The younger brother allows himself to be held in a forgiving embrace. The elder brother stands back, looks at the father's merciful gesture, and cannot yet step over his anger and let his father heal him as well. Our Heavenly Father wants to wipe every tear from your eye. He wants your old life to pass away, replacing your crying and pain with peace and mercy. No matter which brother you identify with, he will never stop pursuing you. The question is, will you stay standing outside or will you accept the mercy he wants to give you? No matter your kinds of sins, you are his beloved. Don't let your pride stand in the way of the joy he is trying to replace it with. His mercy and his love are greater than all the sins of the world combined. And he wants to let them wash you clean. I'll leave you with a quote from the book to reflect upon. God is looking for you. He will go anywhere to find you. He loves you. He wants you home. He cannot rest until he has you with him. Together in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. Lord, how can we keep from singing when we see all the good you do for us? Help us keep vigil. Open our eyes to you today that we might know your love and proclaim it in our lives. We ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. 
and with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you in his kindness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us in prayer today. Go forth in the peace of God, and we'll see you tomorrow.